I was right on today's episode of Locked On Canucks. Guys, you might as well start calling me Mystic Justin because I was absolutely correct to the T. Maybe not the score, but the outcome, the goal scores. I was absolutely correct to a T, and I probably won you guys some money. Before we get into all of that, I want to say welcome to Locked On Canucks and thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen of the day. We are available wherever you get your podcast services and we are most importantly free. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If you go those who don't know, I'm your host, Justin Pooney. You can find our show on Twitter at Locked On Canucks. And guys, what did I say yesterday's episode on yesterday's episode? This was the biggest game of the Canucks season. Just like tomorrow's game is going to be the biggest game of the Canucks season when they take on the lowly Arizona Coyotes. And belief is the big word in my heart. Belief and hope. Belief and hope are two things that you can never get enough of. And that is what the Canucks have. Belief and hope that this team can run the table and make the Stanley Cup playoffs. Last night, the Vancouver Canucks were... For those of you that are sleeping under a rock or did not pay attention, 5-4 winners against the Vegas Golden Knights in overtime as I predicted. And also, what did I say yesterday? I said there will be no more Brock Besser. No, no. Wrong B. There will be no more Bo Horvat slander on this show or amongst Canucks Nation this year. And what happened? Bo Horvat opened the scoring. He scored. I said he would score. He did score. Who scored the second goal? The rookie. The one that I said, even if he's not blowing the world apart stats-wise, he has the work ethic and the ability to get better. And boy, Vasily Podkolzin scored and proved me right again. Thank you, both of you guys. But the real man of the match, or the game, we're talking about hockey, not soccer, was the one, the only, walk with him, Elias Pedersen. Three points on the night. And Pedersen looked like Pedersen from his rookie year. Absolutely dominant. and But also, Quinn Hughes, who missed the last two games, who sorry, missed two games last week with an undisclosed COVID illness, scored the overtime winner. And... They didn't get the help they wanted on the scoreboard with the Dallas Stars and Nashville Predators each winning, but they're still six points out with eight games left to go, but they crept within three points of Vegas and they moved ahead of Winnipeg. So, and they said all the right things last night. It's pretty clear where they have to go. And quite frankly, when you look at the lineups last night, Vegas had the better team. They did not have the best player on the ice though. The best player on the ice last night was Elias Pedersen. He was absolutely dominant. Just the way, the confidence he carried throughout this game. The puck was on a stick. He looked decisive. You know when you get into, you know when you're into like in a 
when everybody, most people are listening, or if you had never have in sports, when you play sports, right? When you over, when you start overthinking and overanalyzing situations, that's when you start making mistakes because you're thinking, not reacting. The way Elias Pettersson played last night has been playing of late. He's just reacting. He's letting his inks, his instincts, and his natural talent do the work for him. Pedersen, and you can like even for example, like a podcast. If you are doing a podcast and you are in that flow, that state of, oh man, whatever. Like I don't need to recite everything. It's just coming off to the top of my head. It's flowing off the dome. Or if you're like a rapper in the booth and you know you don't need to write things down when you feel the beat, you're just in that zone and it just comes out. Basketball player. You're in the gym, sometimes you're shooting and it just goes in no matter what. You're in that zone. Confidence is a great thing. And Elias Patterson has a bunch of confidence right now. And you are seeing that with a three-point night when it mattered the most. The one thing I will say, the one negative deterrent of this game was, of course, they blew the late fourth quarter. The Getting my sports. They blew the third period lead and allowed Vegas to come back and get into overtime and gain a point. That you can't do. You can't do that. Because had they closed it out in regulation, they'd be two points behind Vegas, not three. So, yes, there was a positive that they won. They got two points. They kept their playoff hopes alive. But they could have gained more ground on Vegas. And it also didn't help that you know both teams in the wildcard standings did win. But look, the only thing the Canucks can do going forward is focus on what the task at hand is. The next task at hand, I know people don't want to say one game at a time. And that's what they're saying right now, one game at a time. But you have to think with that mentality because if you start letting doubt creep, creep in and you start letting, you know, oh man, well, these guys won. There's no point in trying. All the Canucks can simply do is go out every night and win every game they play. Look, when you have a goalie like that, Jodemko, who made 41 saves last night, and the Canucks were badly outshot, 45 to 27, and they still won. They still won. I think it wasn't an oil painting of a game, but they got what they had to do to win. And going back to Pedersen, after the wrist injury ended the season last year, he be- got off to a really slow start. A slow, slow start. Everybody was just talk of him sending him back to the minors, right? To get, you know, conditioning or whatever. I was never a firm believer of send. I was never a believer of sending Pedersen to the Abbotsford to get seasoning. He's Elias Pedersen. He got a big deal for a reason because he's a good player. He's got superstar talent. It will come back. In the tw- last 26 games, he has 35 points. Do you tell me that? you you? I pose that question to you out there. Is that not a superstar level production? He's got 15 goals and 35 points in the last 26 games. There's a chance he will hit 30 goals this year. So let me ask you this, Canucks Nation. When the sky was falling at the beginning of the year, and 
and everybody was freaking out about Patterson and all of that. There is a hope here. There is things. JT Miller, top 10 points leader. Bo Horvat, 31 goals this year. Elias Patterson has found his game once again. Thatcher Demko has emerged as a number one goalie. Quinn Hughes, you know, he's got to work on the defensive end, but there is hope there. Whether they make the playoffs or not, which we all hope they do, there is still hope for this franchise. You can't give up on them yet. And that's what I'm going to jump into next is the next part is hope and belief. And why they are very important in not only fandom of the Canucks, but also in life. Because like I did yesterday, I'm going to talk a little bit about life because we all live in this world and we all go through different things in our life. And why not relate to it? But before we do all that, before we get into all of that, I want to talk about HelloFresh. HelloFresh, you get a fresh, farm-free, pre-proportioned ingredients and make seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip going to the whole grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Get farm fresh seasonal produce easy. I already said that, but I'm going to say it again. Get farm fresh seasonal produce and easy to make recipes delivered right to your door every week. HelloFresh chefs really know how to diversify menus, which I love diversity, with seasonal recipes like salmon, limon, pasta, primavera, all that fun stuff. Customize your favorite dishes with their new Hello Custom offerings by swapping out one protein or side for another. Upgrading for more of a luxurious experience if you have a special date or a fancy dinner you want to cook, or even adding a protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals truly tailored to you. For me, I love the variety. I cannot eat the same thing every day. Like some gym bros out there that love to eat chicken and rice every day, I can't do that. I need variety in my lifestyle. I need to have different things, different foods, different flavors, different spices. That is why I love HelloFresh. So go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 for up to 16. You guessed it right. 16 free meals and three free gifts. One more time if you didn't get it. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 for 16. Free meals and three free gifts. All right, guys. So belief and hope. Belief and hope are two things that go kind of hand in hand together. And I find in Vancouver, especially in our... Vancouver is not a hockey town. Vancouver's not really even a sports city, in my personal opinion. We are a Canucks town. We only care about the Canucks. And although it's unfortunate, and I wish we cared about more other sports, I wish we still had an NBA team. I wish we will get an NBA team back. I wish people, you know, cared more about the Whitecaps and cared more about what's going on in the Canadian soccer landscape. Um, baseball, you know. 
The Canucks are simply put a sorry, Vancouver is simply put a Canucks town. There's the biggest show in town. They're the only sports franchise that really matters. And when you ask people in Vancouver, most people won't watch hockey unless it's the Canucks. Vancouver is the Canucks town. They're not a hockey town. We're not a sports town. We're just simply a Canucks town. It's as simple as that. Now, don't get me wrong. There are great sports fans across the lower mainland. I know a lot of them. Great, But the vast majority are just Canucks fans. You don't care about anything else other than the Canucks. And because of that, when things go bad, the fans turn quickly. We all tune out, me included. During those years from 2015 to 2020, I would watch, I would pay attention, but I wouldn't really care. Why? Because the team was due. Did not care. When they made the playoffs in 2020 in the bubble, I fell back in love with it. I cared every game mattered to me because the team... Now, they haven't been good. They haven't reached their potential. But you know what? The young players on this team, the core, I believe in them. I fell in love with the core of this team like how I fell in love with the core with the Sedins, Burroughs, Kessler, Bieksa, Luongo, Naslin, Bertuzzi, Morrison, Jovanovski, Olin, those guys. They sparked something in me. They gave me hope and belief that this team could do something. When it was with the likes of Michael Chaput, Jason Megna, Jake Vertanen, all Hunter Shinkarik, whoever else you want to throw there, Ben Hudden. Look, it just didn't it didn't resonate with me. They never gave me belief. They never gave me hope. This core gives me belief and gives me hope. That is why I want them to make the playoffs. That is why I believe they will be relevant once again. The Canucks will be a relevant franchise once again in the NHL. Because I have hope and I have belief, maybe to a fool's credit, but I have those two things that I believe something special will happen. And you can take that on a grander scheme towards life. When you have hope and belief that something will happen, now if it's something personable, right? For example, I have hope and I believe that I'm going to land a job that I want. Well, you have to put the work in to get that. But it starts with that hope and belief. You have to believe in yourself that you can reach your goals. You have to have hope that things will work out. You can't have a pessimistic outlook on life always. And same with the Canucks. I feel like, if more fans had more of an optimistic look at this franchise, it might change the perception of it. You see, we've never won a Stanley Cup in the entirety of this franchise. 50, what, 52 years now? Yeah, 52 years. Maybe if there's more hope and belief that, hey, there are the right pieces. There's work that has to be done, of course, but there's something here that is we can see. I can visualize it, something. I can see the future. I can see something working out. 
that is a crazy, crazy thing. For example, right? When I, I remember when in 2010, when the Canucks beat the Blues in the playoffs, was it 20? No, 20, 2009. They swept the Blues in the first round, and I had belief and hope that the next couple of years, the Canucks would eventually be a Stanley Cup contender and win a Stanley Cup because I saw what that team's makeup was. I saw how this team came to was coming together, how they're all on the same age. Guys, you know, grew up in the farm system together. They all bought in. And they eventually got there. Now, it didn't pan out to the ultimate goal, but they got just to the precipice, as close as you could get to reach that ultimate goal. And it took time. People for, people thought that that 2011 team, out of the shoot, made this cup finals, right? That was 2007, losing to Anaheim. Then 2008, missing the playoffs. 2009, making the playoffs, losing to Chicago. Losing to Chicago once again. It took, what is that, four years. Four years. Four or five years to get there. Look, 2020, they did they they did it. It was the unexpected, kind of a little bit unexpected, but they did it. They reached the, the playoffs. They beat the Blues. They beat the Wild. And they go into Game 7 against Vegas, almost made to the Western Conference Finals. Last year was a COVID year. Everything was kind of off. This year, they get a full year, but there's also stoppages because of COVID once again. Another unusual year. I'm not making excuses, but what I'm saying is when you have belief and hope of something that it's going to happen, I'm a big believer in manifesting your own destiny. I'm trying to manifest that the Canucks are going to make a Stanley Cup push in the next couple of years to all of you because I truly believe it. I truly believe that this team, now under proper leadership with Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvin, will make the right decisions to prove that. It might move. It might take moving Brock Besser, which I think is going to happen in the offseason, to be honest with you. I don't see Brock Besser sticking around here anymore. But I do see JT Miller sticking around. I see Bo Horvat sticking around. I see Elias Patterson. I see Quinn Hughes. I see Thatcher Demko. I see Vasily Podkolzin. I even see Niels Hoaglander. I see pieces here that you can move forward with. I see a front office that I can trust. A diverse front office. Featuring females, such as Camry Granato. Experience. Henrik and Daniel Sedin, great players. Collaborative experiences that are so key in making any organization or anything successful. But it all starts with belief and hope. And I have belief and I have hope that the Vancouver Canucks will win a Stanley Cup before the Toronto Maple Leafs win a Stanley Cup. And they will be a competitive team in the NHL for a long time in the short-term future. So remember, if you want something, it starts with hope and belief and hard work, but you can never Never forget to always believe in your dreams and your aspirations. That's my life talk for today. <laughs> and because I won you guys some money yesterday, if you listened, which you should have, I'm going to make you guys some money coming up after the break. But before that, I'm going to talk about 
Built Bar. I talked about them yesterday. You know what I had for uh, a snack before I came on? The Puffs, which is a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy, cinnamony, churro, coconut, marshmallow, banana cream pie. I had the cinnamony churro one. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. All Built Bars, of course, are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, the puff included 100% real chocolate. They're low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bars with these. Like I said all the time, you guys hide your candy bars somewhere in your house when you're having going through withdrawals and you go and indulge in them. That's how we all add those extra pounds. Replace it with a built bar because they are better. A typical candy bar can only have anywhere from 200 to 300 calories. Not the built bar. The built bar contains 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has, like I just said, 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Also want to try the mint brownie, chocolate coconut, coconut almond are all new this month. The white chocolate cookies and cream, they're all delicious. I tried the white chocolate cookie and cream one. Love it. And the new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think of a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious and it'll be good for you. At Built Bar, they're not about the taste. They're Sorry, they're all about the taste. They make it delicious first and then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. So right now, go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So, we've come to near the end of the show. And as I mentioned before, for those of you that didn't listen to me, I'm going to make you listen to me. Because I want you some money. And I'm going to win you some money tonight on the NHL betting front. Canucks, Lions, Arnold, they play, of course, Thursday. But let's take a look at what some of the best bets are for all you gambling people out there. So today, today, we have a busy slate. Not so much busy, but a couple picks I have in mind is the lowly Montreal Canadiens taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets. The over is set at six and a half and take the over because both teams are very bad. The Canadians have allowed an average of about 4.2 goals per game, and the Blue Jackets have allowed 3.6. Take the over on that. Both teams have nothing to play for. It's going to be offense. Guys are playing for jobs. Guys are trying to stat, pad their stats, hit those bonuses to make some money. So definitely take the over in that game. Then we have the Rangers versus Flyers. Look, the Flyers are absolutely horrible. Horrible. They're on the second day of a back-to-back. They took a very bad loss to Washington, 9-2. Expect that to continue. Maybe not 9-2, but they're going to lose. And it's probably not going to be close at all. And then, finally, give me the Colorado Avalanche over the Los Angeles Kings. Because, again, Kings are playing on a second night back-to-back. They're going to be in Denver at altitude. It's not going to be pretty. And, like I said, the Abs are my Stanley Cup favorite right now. Unless they play the Canucks in the first round, the Canucks will beat the Abs in the first round. But that's, again, some just hope and belief talk. Probably crazy talk, but I believe it. Anyway, 
Take the over in the Canadians and Blue Jackets. Take the Rangers money line and take start out the Rangers one. Take the Rangers puck line one minus one point five and take the Avs money line against the Kings tonight and win you some money. Like I said, I do take donations. I do take tips. Thank you. Tomorrow's show, of course, will be all about the Vancouver Canucks taking on the Arizona Coyotes in the new biggest game of the season. I want to say thank you for making Locked on Canucks your first listen of the day. Tomorrow's episode, of course, will be for the Canucks versus Coyotes. Now make your second listen, Locked on Fantasy. Host Steel Rodine and Philip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts.